A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. Today, Haley is going to kick off the show with an amazing segment about dishwasher detergents. <laughs> Everybody stay right there. You're not going to want to miss a moment of what Haley's got planned. It's really interesting stuff. Yes, it actually is. could be damaging your dishwasher by using the wrong detergent, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. We'll also get to, at the end of the show, I just want to give you a quick heads up here. We've got our great big Christmas giveaway going on. Right. We're going to be giving the last hint away at the end of the show. We've also got Kevin Herman, our Benjamin Moore Territory rep, in the studio Talking about our big sale that's going on. Yeah, he'll highlight a few products, tell you why you need to know more about them, and maybe create a massive stampede of people rushing to the stores to get their hands on them before the sale's over. That sounds dangerous. I'm expecting that to be an occurrence that 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 occurs. <laughs> an occurrence that occurs. <laughs> yeah. Now let's get to the dish. I was just too excited about dishwasher sure. stuff. Yeah. I could hardly even focus on it. Dishwasher detergents. Yes. Well, you inspired this one, Dan. Well, I am inspirational. Yes. If nothing else. (laughs) We talked about um, washing machine detergent and how it's really important to choose the right one because it can actually damage the machine itself, but also can make your clothes stinkier instead of fresh smelling. And it ruined the life of the clothing. So, yeah. so there's there's a lot of reasons to use the right detergents, laundry detergents, and the yes. right amounts of laundry detergent. Yes. Apparently, this has some sort of connection to our right. Dishes. So, dishwasher detergent is equally important. It can also lead to you know maintenance issues down the road if you use the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Um, it can. I guess lead to food poisoning. That's the big one that yeah, was it kept coming up that like the wrong detergent can ultimately lead to food poisoning and, you know, rare occurrences, I'm sure. But right. it, it has happened. Well, it's never fun. <laughs> and even if it's rare, if you're that lucky person who snags right? it, if there was a way to avoid it, I guess right. it's probably better to do. Yeah. Right. Unless you have that on your bucket list. I wouldn't Experience severe food poisoning. Check. Yeah. That one's done. So anyways, these detergents have been recommended by plumbers. These are their favorites. And we're just going to go through the top three. All right. So what's the first one? The first one is Cascade Platinum Dishwasher Pods. Okay. And they like those ones because they've got sodium carbonate and non-ionic surfactants. Okay. That's all science talk for what, Hazy? (laughs) Come on. Apparently, um, those two things being together helps soften the water while cleaning, mm-hmm. and it helps preserve the life of the machine by, you know, getting rid of any of the minerals that build up and protects it against water damage. Now, pods also work well for people who've got septic tanks. Yes. Right? They're phosphate-free, All right. which is really important in keeping all of the good bacteria around, because that good bacteria is what eats all of the waste in the septic tank. Oh, man. And that's kind of crucial. Otherwise, it's filling up and you've got to get it emptied. And Does it technically eat it? Well, Are think... you just using a word that seems like it makes sense or does it just break it down? I like to think of it as breaking it down. I, I don't think like it's to the think same of thing. it as eating it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like bad breath and a lot of problems. It sounds like food poisoning. <laughs> 
Apparently, this good bacteria has just got an insatiable appetite for waste. And man, you don't want to kill that when you got that working for you. Keep it working, right? Apparently, so the Cascade yeah. Platinum Pods are good for all of those situations. Right. They're also the most recommended by dishwasher manufacturers. All right. And that's the thing that we should say is that you always want to look at what your manufacturer recommends for your specific model. Don't just go off of our recommendations here because yeah. The crazy everyone... people could be dishing this stuff out. <laughs> Who knows? Right? It's no. true. Definitely yeah. check out what your model and manufacturer are yes. asking for. But Cascade Platinum Pods... That number seems one. to be the internet's number one recommendation, and that's plumbers right. on the internet. Yes, not just the internet. Next one, Haley. Um, I don't know how they want you to say this, e-cover or e-cover. I like e-cover. Let's go okay. with that. E-cover, automatic dishwasher tablets. Wow. They are an eco-friendly, plant-based, mineral-based pod, and those are the second favorite. Okay. They like these because they're chlorine-free, which is way better for stainless steel machines. Just helps preserve them. Sure. Um, but they're also phosphate-free and they're non-toxic. Okay. So you know, good for the environment, right. good for so the water, still the fish. Taking care of your bacteria. Yes. Or chewing things up in the yeah. septic tank, so that's good. It's safe for fish, you said. Mm-hmm. But they're also, I mean, they're good at cleaning. Okay, ultimately. so they'll cut through grease and all yes. of that. So I'm not going to just suffer no. on that regard. Just I had to, keep to the fish safe. I had to do some extra research with these ones because I had never heard of it before. So I wanted to look into it a little bit, and they're extremely well reviewed. Okay. So. So the last one, we've got a minute left. What, what's the last one on your list? Finish hard water booster powder. Okay. So this one, obviously, if you have hard water, it's specifically designed to deal with that. So it's going to get rid of any of the mineral buildup, preserve the life of your machine. Um, these ones are not phosphate-free, though. Oh. So do not use if you have a septic tank. Okay. So the finish hard water booster powder, not for people with a septic tank. No. Everybody else? Rolling in gold with this one. Yeah. Well, this one they like because it leaves behind like a citrusy scent. Oh. So if you deal with like gross smells that are left behind, this one might be for you. Oh, oh, that was rhetorical. Yes. Okay. (laughs) If maybe we do, who knows? But that would be something for me to look into. All right. We'll put links in the show notes so you can check those out in a little more depth if you need to. Right now, we're going to take a break. Yeah. When we come back, we'll be in the studio with Kevin Herman from Benjamin Moore talking about paint products and an end-of-the-year sale that we've got going on right now. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are in the studio with Benjamin Moore's own Kevin Herman. Good morning. Kevin, thanks for being here. How you doing? Yeah, you're our territory rep. You're here. I am. Bringing Christmas gifts of all kinds, we, yes. which we appreciated. You're so spoiled. And I'm always guarded when you guys are talking to me because I don't know when the next slam is coming. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like the nicest intro I think you've ever given, Kevin. You should always right. come with gifts. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I didn't I, know it would work so I, I would feel terrible slamming Kevin. I'll slam him later as it starts to, you know... Dissipate. Yeah, Forget. dissipate in my memory, yeah. which it really... It won't last long. Anyway, we've got a big end-of-year sale going, and I wanted to get you here to just talk about some of the products, let people know what's going on, and then if there's time, which I'll make sure there is... 
I want to look ahead at some uh, of the changes cool. in some new products nice. that are coming out. So let's start with Super Hide Flat. What in the world is this? Who does it apply to? Where would you use it? Well, primarily we have this position for contractors that are doing ceilings that want uh, an inexpensive product that is dead flat. It looks good on the ceiling. It's easy to use, and it's very, very competitively priced. Okay. So how would this compare? Let's talk about it compared to the Benjamin Moore premium ceiling paint, yeah. where that also we would consider that and call that dead flat. Yeah. But that one's tintable. That one, I mean, you can tint this, but the 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 premium ceiling paint is made for, we can tint any color and it stays right. dead flat. It is the most user-friendly ceiling paint we have. If we have uh, somebody that's having trouble painting a ceiling and making it look uniform, we use that product. Okay. It's it's almost monkey-proof. You know, this this is a very nice product, but it's not quite that quality. It's not going to go quite as far. It's not going to hide quite as well. Well, and like you said, it's for contractors. Yep. So these yep. are experienced painters using it, right. not someone that's going to have so much trouble painting a ceiling out. Yep. Well, that is all interesting. But Kevin said monkey-proof and then stared directly at me. You know, Is I that think intentional. Uh, it might have been subliminal, subliminal. Okay. but it wasn't intentional. All right. So you didn't try to let your feelings show. They just snuck no, out. I just uh, thought and then looked at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, Haley, you mentioned this is a contractor type product. Kevin, right. you said the same thing. Mm -hmm. So does that mean it's off the table for homeowners? Of no. course not, right? No. If, if, uh, if a homeowner has some ceilings that they need to paint, and it's always a good idea to refresh the ceiling before you do the walls, um, this is a perfect product for them. And they can save actually quite a bit more because we're going to sell them at the same contractor price. Yeah. Now, we've got them on sale. All of these products that we're going to talk about are on sale in the five-gallon pail. Right. Not single gallons. Yep. So right. if you've got... you know Multiple uh, rooms. Right. Yeah. New house type stuff, or you're redoing a main level... This is a great way to go. So that's super hide flat. We've got that for eighty four fifty five mm -hmm. for a five gallon pail. Yeah, I mean, if if you're going to need more than three gallons, I think you're better off buying the five. Okay, absolutely, yeah. it's super quite a, quite a savings. What about ultra spec primer? Talk about that one. Ultra spec primer would be a a mid level primer for us. It doesn't have any stain blocking qualities, but if you're repainting or if you're doing new drywall, sure, it's a perfect product. It has good hide. Um, it has a good enough resin package, which means a seal, and that's really what we want in a mm -hmm. primer a primer sealer. It's going to seal off the surface so that even if we're putting, say, regal eggshell over the top of it, we're going to get a uniform sheen. It's a nice product. All right. So you say even regal eggshell. Yeah. yeah. Talk to the people who aren't familiar why that even would matter. What oh, you, it's the sheen that you're getting at. Yeah, it, it's the sheen. Um, the higher the quality of the product, typically the higher percentage of resin that you have in it, and also a higher quality resin. So you have a higher quality resin and more of it. And if you put it over a non-sealed surface and where you lap, you can so pick up So where you overlap, some, essentially. Yeah, where you overlap on your roller or your cutting brush or whatever, um, you can pick up some sheen and it can make the surface look not uniform, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where a good primer sealer will seal that porous surface, get right. your foundation for hide, and then make sure that your top coats are more uniform in their sheen. I remember a customer came in. He had moved into a new house and had fresh drywall, needed to prime it all, thought that he had, but maybe needed to do a second coat, mm -hmm. started painting, and he said that he could see the W that he was painting on the wall with the paint because of the sheen difference yeah. that was caused from exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so it's a lot of times it's not necessarily the application abilities, right? Um, but it's what you're going over. Yeah. A yeah. good 
primer sealer will help you have a more uniform look. We're in the studio with Benjamin Moores, Kevin Herman, our territory rep, talking about some products that we've got on sale. We're right now talking about Ultraspec Primer, and we're talking about the importance of using a primer. I can't really let this go without bringing up the whole paint and primer all in one, though. There's people thinking, <laughs> can't I just do that? And doesn't yeah. Regal say it can be used as a primer? Yeah, Talk yeah. Talk about that, that that's quickly. A, that's a, a, a marketing effort that a company a few years ago had a lot of success with. And, that, and, and consumers actually thought that they took a finished coat mm-hmm. uh, paint and a primer and mixed them together. That's not what happened. There is no paint uh, primer in the paint. It's just that the resin quality has developed to a point where if we use it as a primer, it will seal itself and you'll have good holdout. The downside of that is primers are generally much less expensive than finish coats. Right. So if you're using a finish coat to do the place of a do the job of a primer, you're you're spending you're more spend money it. than you need to. Yeah. It's probably more effective in most occasions to use a primer and then a finish paint. Yeah, and you're saying that from the point of view or perspective that the products you're offering, products we offer as Repcolite. Mm-hmm. All can be said to be paint and primer yes, in one. Yeah. We're still saying you're better off using that primer. Yeah, it's a, if, if somebody comes in and asks whether they need a primer, uh, the the next question should be, what are you doing? What are right, you painting? Exactly. What What's your situation? In, in a lot of cases, a primer may be a better way to go. All right. An actual so, separate primer. Yeah, ultra-spec primer, contractors, homeowners even. Again, it's in five-gallon buckets. We've got it for 86 bucks a pail. Good price. Very competitively priced and compatible, or not compatible, comparable, let's say, with a lot of big name products. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a very nice quality product. It's our top line professional. All right, all right. So, yeah, we've got that. And then Repcolite's got a couple other ones we should mention very quickly. Yeah. Quick Seal Primer. It's our main drywall primer. And we've got that on sale. So, if you've got a big area where you're starting with bare drywall and new construction, something like that, looking for. A way to save some money on that, and who isn't? You yeah, know, seriously. At this point, <laughs> uh, Quick Seal Primer is a great option, and then Quick Sand. Mm-hmm. That is something that's really interesting. It's an all-purpose primer. Repcolite right. makes could be used on wood, can be used on drywall, any number of different surfaces. And the whole point of this is that it sands really well. Mm-hmm. Now. You've got a product uh, Benjamin Moore has called Fast Sand. Fast sand. <laughs> Quick and Sand we, we versus go, Fast yeah, Sand. Yeah, we go back and which forth. Which is faster. <laughs> which, which, which is faster, exactly. But the nature of both of these is when they sand. I mean, you've had some interesting conversations with me about this mm-hmm. because there are certain products that people can sand and they feel like they're sanding really well because they powder. There are competitive products out there that advertise their sandability, how quickly mm-hmm. they powder, as if it's really a product attribute that we really are looking for. Right. Um, if you have a primer that has good hide, it has good flow and leveling, and you don't have to sand half of it off in order to make it look smooth, that's probably a better way to better. go. That's better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you get more product on the wall. Unless with you left really left. like yeah. sanding. There might be that person out there. There's probably somebody out there that does. I like to be engulfed in a cloud of (laughs) powder as I'm going. I want to take the effort and uh, the money to put it on the wall and And then then remove it. Sand it it off and breathe it in. (laughs) Right, right. It's another marketing thing. Yeah. I mean, it's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. They're both plenty sandable. Uh, If you want to get a little bit smoother finish, you can do that, but you don't need to go through that effort in order to have a nice-looking wall. Quick sand, we've got that on sale for $97.87 for a five-gallon pail. And I know those prices don't really matter a whole lot to everybody out there. They they don't know what to compare them to anyway. Stop out at any Repco Lighter Port City Paints. Talk to us about your projects. 
we might have some stuff going that will help you accomplish them yes. in a more economical manner. Now, Kevin, we've got a couple more minutes left. All Let's right. talk about, I want to talk about the replacement. Now, I know it's winter. I mean, there's no real point of talking about exterior paint. Yeah. But Benjamin Moore is coming out with a... Yeah, we have a a product uh, coming out in the first quarter of this next year. I think in February is when we'll actually have it available to the ship into this area. It's called Element Guard. Element Guard. Yeah. What what it does is it opens up both ends of the painting season. We can paint when it's colder and maybe a little more damp to start off with, and then later on into the year. So, you know, what we always, always are fighting here in the Midwest, and especially the northern part of it, is temperatures get too low where we have precipitation, and uh, it, it it means that we don't have as many months to apply exterior coating. Yeah. So Element Guard will be down to 35 degrees, all okay. colors, all bases. If you drop much below that, you get towards freezing. These are water-based products. So it's going to freeze, it's right? It's going to freeze, and there's not a whole <laughs> lot you can do. So uh, down to 35 degrees, and then also what uh, I really love about it, it is 60 minutes after you're done applying, mm-hmm. it's moisture-resistant, precipitation-resistant. 60 resistant. minutes. 60 minutes, yep. So it has fantastic wow. early moisture resistance. So water spotting, going to be a thing of the past. Um, more, Surfactant leaching. More washing off or bubbling or other, some of the other things that can happen if you paint uh, an exterior surface and you get precipitation on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool. So that is forgiving. Element Guard? Element Guard. Yep. I like it. Very cool. I'm trying to figure out what Kevin just said. So it will water spot. No, no. It no, won't sure. water spot. Yeah, no. I was Any of bu- the issues I was busy formulating my question. <laughs> I wasn't actually listening to what Kevin was saying. Oh, my yes, kids have told me. Way. Yes, my kids have told me that's a, a fault, and I've said that's ridiculous. Seems to be. I've just captured it on video and audio. Yeah, and maybe I didn't answer your question very well. Now I'm sure me. it's me, Kevin. It's me. I'm going to take it this time because you brought gifts when you showed up. Wow. Yeah, so I'm going to be the be bigger person if I have to do more lot. interviews. So. Yeah, it was really you, but I'm going to take the blame. Yeah, All right, right, Kevin. I'm not going to give out your contact information because thank you. that's really kind of our thing. We'll get a hold of you if we need to, and you're always there to help. Whenever we've got issues that crop up, if anything happens, questions come up, you're always around. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, thanks for taking the time to hang with us, and we're going to release you to the wild, <laughs> but not before wishing you a Merry Christmas. Well, yes. thank you very Merry much. Christmas. And I did want to say happy Saturday to both of you guys. I didn't start off that way. Yeah. All right. Happy we're, Saturday. I say it better, but Kevin, you did try. Keep working at it. One of these days, you'll be as good. I'll never be as good. I know. All right. We'll be back in just a minute talking about, I don't even know what's next. Do you know, Haley? We're going to find out. We'll find out. Kevin, you have no clue, do you? I have no idea where you're going. All right. We're going to all hang around and be surprised in just a minute. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. And Haley, we ended last segment talking about how we had no idea where we were going with this next segment. Yes. That was false. I always know where I'm Dan going. Dan had a plan. Right. I've always got. I didn't know exactly what was in the plan. Right. But... I've always got multiple plans. They're always spinning so I can adjust as necessary. I want to talk about winter prep. 
you know, getting stuff ready for winter. Now, I know this is really last minute stuff. But to be fair, we had that like big dump of snow maybe a month ago, like when we still had leaves on the ground. It was still like very much in the midst of fall. All of the snow happens. I didn't get a bunch of stuff done outside that I wanted to. And, And I know I didn't either. And so that's why I want to talk about this. I've wanted to talk about it for a few weeks pitched it to Haley, but now I decided it's time. We've got snow coming next week, (laughs) maybe snow today, who knows? These are things to take care of. Now, we're going to do it in the form of a checklist. I'm not going to run you through lots of step-by-step stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, it's just a fun checklist. Did you do these things or not? It's something to think about. I feel like a quiz for us. Right. It's a quiz for us. It's a quiz (laughs) for everybody listening. If you did a lot of these things, well, then it's pat uh, pat yourself on the back time Right. And maybe give yourself a a cookie, maybe a trophy or something like that. If you didn't do some of these things, yeah, you're probably going to want to get on it. All right. Let's start with the first one. Did you prep your gas powered mower? All right. Now, Haley, you don't have one. Yeah, I get to opt out of this one. Yep. You've got a battery powered mower and we're going to get to that in a minute. But if you've got a gas powered mower like I do, there's some things that you should take care of if you haven't. Now, there are lots of things you could do, you know, that are recommended. You could change the oil. That'd be great if you can pull that off. Sharpen the blades. You could do that in the spring. You can clean the mower, you know, get all that clinging glass off and stuff like that. That's really good to do. But really, the main thing you want to make sure you take care of is the fuel. If you're going to store it with fuel in it, you're going to want to make sure that you add stabilizer to that fuel. Most of us know that and are aware. But if you haven't done that, make sure you're on it. Because that can cause... Big issues down the road, right? Right. It can gum up your carburetor and things like that. It can make it tough to start in the spring. That happened with my snowblower. We're going to get to that because somebody (laughs) didn't do all of this with a snowblower one spring. But anyway, with the mower, add the stabilizer. There's all kinds of different stabilizers you can buy. And they'll have different mixes, different ratios on there on the container. Read the directions. How to mix it. But you want to fill your tank up. You know, get it to 90 to 95% full, add the stabilizer, and then run it for about 5 to 10 minutes. Get it through all the different things, right? All the different things, right? The carburetor, the fuel lines, all of that stuff, and then you're ready to shut it down for the year. All right? So that's your gas-powered push mower, let's say. Have you done this yet? Yes. That part I've taken care of. Good job, Dan. Dan gets a pat on the back. Well, we'll see once at the end. I can't give myself pats on the back for all. I'll bruise myself. I'll bruise myself. (laughs) How about the rider? All right. Now, with fuel, you've got to take care of all the things that I just talked about. And you have one of these too, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, the battery on that one is the extra thing. So take care of the fuel like we just talked about, but then get the battery out. Get it inside, or you can put it on a trickle charger. That will work too. You can get those very inexpensively, and that will keep it going. What have you done? All winter long. I pulled it out and put it inside. Good job. Yeah, you got two two already? This is where it goes downhill at this point. Okay. No, not yet. Not yet. Did you prep your battery-powered lawn equipment? Now, this is a Haley question, but I've got um, all this Eagle equipment. Yes. uh, Lithium-ion batteries and stuff like that. That's what I've got. Don't leave those all out in the cold all winter long. Get the batteries inside. They're still outside. All right. So get those batteries (laughs) in. And really, you know, we talked about this with Fire Marshal Brett. Yeah. And we talked about how you probably don't want to leave these charged in in your basement all winter long. Right. Don't leave the stuff plugged in on the charger. There's You're just opening up the chances for things to happen. Right. They're not huge fire concerns or fire hazards, but it is possible. Right. And if 
something goes with a lithium ion battery. It's big. It can be big. So just get the batteries inside, but you don't have to put them on the chargers. Just get the batteries inside. All right. Next question. Did you prep your snowblower? Now, we're not prepping the snowblower for storage. We're prepping the snowblower for use. And if you've already used it because of that snow that we had, right. you're probably a well aware of how well it's going to work. <laughs> You've had and, a good dry run. Right. Now, for me, I had left my I had left gas in it over the course of Mm-mm. last a couple springs ago. And so last winter it was really rocky. Okay. The whole time. I ended up replacing the carburetor two weeks ago. Or or whatever it was, it was a week before we got that snow. Oh, that was lucky. I replaced the carburetor, got that all fixed around. And everything was good. On a side note with the carburetors on the snowblowers, yeah. the year that it ran rocky, so not – I guess this the past winter. Year. This past yeah. winter. I went through – I spent a fair amount of money on different carburetor cleaner type things. I found okay. one gum buster or something like that. that yes, was you've wanted really to do a segment on this. After I tested it, it was $50 for this thing. I decided to do it because breaking down and taking the carburetor out looked like it was fairly complicated sure. or lengthy. Yeah. And so I, I bought this stuff and didn't work at all. Oh, 50 bucks down the such drain. Such a bummer. Right. So this year, I look online, I can buy a new carburetor for $26. Shut up. And in about 45 minutes following some YouTubes that we watched. So man. you could have a brand new one for 25 yep. or you could do the gum buster for 50 I know. I know. I did both yeah. for 75 <laughs> So, yeah. Anyway... The main point here, I guess my point there is if you do have a problem with the carburetor, it's you can get that fixed. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can take care of that. <laughs> the big thing is you want to make sure it's working now. Right. You know, if you haven't already run yours, get it out, start it up, make sure it's working so that when we do get a big snowfall, snowfall and you want to use it, you know it will start. It's always really bad to find out then. Yeah, that's a huge bummer. That it doesn't work. If it doesn't work and you can't can't get it fixed and can't find time, start buying shovels. Yeah. They will... They will Flee from the shelves the minute the snow hits. So it's true. All right, there we go. Snowblower. What about your gutters? I'm like opted out of all of these. I feel like opting out, or are you just oh you well, don't have I gutters. Don't, I don't have gutters. Well, I don't have a see, snowblower. Yeah, you picked a lot of smart things to not. Have. <laughs> the gutters I have not done. So I got four dings or something like that, and now I get a womp womp. No. Yep, gutters are full of leaves. I've got to get up there and take care of that. That's going to be today. Today? I am going to do that today. The minute we're off the air, I'm going to be on the roof and hopefully not in the air oh, I'm glad I'm not until I'm around. back on the ground again. <laughs> so what about your gutters? Take a look. Maybe you got to deal with those. Here's another one. Uh, did you winterize your sprinklers? Man, I sure hope you did. And I did. And I'm assuming everybody out there who has in-ground sprinkling has taken sure. care of this. If you're that one person who's looking up from your bowl of Cheerios and thinking, what did he say? Did he say something about sprinklers? The sprinklers? If that's you, <laughs> get on it. That That's top priority right yes. now. Uh, what about your chimney? Have you done anything? Do you have a fireplace, Haley? I don't have a fireplace. Wow, Haley's got nothing to do. She's got the ideal winter Kind of great. <laughs> so did you sweep the chimney this fall before use? I did not do that. I don't really intend to do the fire inside this year in the oh. fireplace. Well, what do you you have a wood burning? I have a wood burning fireplace and yeah, I've just it always freaks me out just a little bit. You know, putting a fire in the house yeah. <laughs> intentionally. <That's fair. laughs> 
I, I know it's fine. But... I've only lived in one place with a fireplace, and it was wood burning. And yeah, I mean, I'm I like fire. I've done a lot, you know, of glass blowing. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm accustomed to flames, but having a fire in the house, even though it's in the place for a fire, I know felt kind of scary. It does, you know, and, and so I'm not going to probably do that. Uh, but if you do like to use that. And I hope you've already done the chimney sweeping. But if you haven't, probably should consider that. Yeah, if the chimney the hasn't been inspected in a while, get somebody out who right. will do that. If it's a new house to you, this happens. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you bought a house and you're so excited because it's got a fireplace. Did you get it inspected before you start using it? Because there could be things wrong. This you definitely deal. want to catch that. So think about that. A few more and then we'll wrap it up. Did you cover your AC, your air conditioner? You I don't want to. Do you did. Yeah. I did not do that yet. That's a wall, wall, and a ding for Haley. Yeah, that's my first ding. Haley's got a ding. Don't want to wrap it in a tarp. You're going to want to put plywood on it to protect it from ice and all of that. When you wrap them with tarps, it's just like inviting all the little, all the critters, little critters to come and live there yeah. and spend the winter. It's a in... popular chipmunk run. Yeah. For it's like right between the house, you know, and mm-hmm. they just run right between it. I always catch them right there. My cat loves looking out the window right there. So, yeah, yeah I you always don't go create with a little hotel. <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, make sure that's taken care of. Get your hoses inside. Disconnect the hoses and get them inside. And that's going to prevent cracks in them. Sure. It's going to help them preserve their shapes, which yeah. is important. And it's going to prolong their life. I always leave these outside. I forget about these things. Yep. I definitely and forgot about that. Twice in the last four years. I've had need in the course of winter, I think once my hot water heater Oh, yeah, because you had I, to pump the water out. <laughs> right, and I needed a hose, and they were all frozen. Oh, Full of water and frozen. I was so mad at myself for not being a more diligent homeowner. So get those hoses in. Last few things. Did you get your patio furniture covered? I have not done that yet. I haven't Got to take that. care of that. Did you replace your furnace filter? That's not necessarily a fall thing. I have done that, but I don't know if I... I it's just nice to get on a schedule yeah. with that. Uh, furnaces, air conditioners, all those need ventilation. They need airflow. Right. And when those things clog up, that can cause problems. Now's always a good time to just know what's on your schedule. I'm going to swap that out. So think about that in the same regard. Batteries in smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors. That's good advice, yeah. Change those batteries. And the last one, did you reverse your ceiling fan? No. Most ceiling fans have a little switch on them. You hit that switch, and now it will blow the hot air down. Down. And huh. that is really wonderful. Yeah, I need to do Just that. Just make sure you clean the fans off before you reverse them. Oh. Because it will. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. It'll dust everything. <laughs> a nice little dusting. It'll be snowing outside yeah. and inside. That'll be good. That's great. So anyway, a lot of different things. Just make sure you're good. Probably most everybody out there is diligent and has taken care of these things. If you well, I think I failed the test. All right. Well, Haley's got work to do. Dan's got work to do. Maybe everybody's got a little thing to do. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about our Christmas contest and yes. giving out a couple of hints. And painting ceilings, which sounds like something you don't want to do, but I promise it is. Yeah. We'll explain all of that just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley, 
We're going to talk about the Christmas contest. Right. Last time that we're going to talk about it here until we announce winners next week. Exactly. This is your last chance to get entered in the next week. So Yeah. We're going to give out a free hint. And what else are we going to do? That's basically that, right? Yes. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about painting your ceilings. And it's kind of interesting. We had Kevin Herman on earlier in the show, and he mentioned ceiling paint, some ceiling paint that we've got on sale. Right. And he just had an offhanded comment that it just breezed right past me, but it it mattered to (laughs) Haley. It really resonated with me. And that's, it's so good to paint the ceiling before you start painting the walls. Yeah. If you've got a project where, oh, I'm going to paint the dining room or the living room, whatever room, it's always such a bummer when you're done painting those walls and you look up and you realize the ceiling does not look so hot now. <laughs> right. Now, I know that happens. I thought it was funny. Kevin made the statement that it's always good practice. Right. To just throw a coat on the ceiling whenever you're doing any painting. And I can't think of the last time I did that. I know what you're saying is true, though. You know, I'll have my walls and everything looks fine. You know, I'm focused on the walls, but I want a change right. of color and the ceiling's just white. Yes. No big deal. And when I get that new color on the wall, that's when I realize... How grungy. It is kind of gross. Yeah. I have been finishing some spaces like the basement and redoing one of the bedrooms. And man, I know this rule of thumb. You know, I've worked in paint stores forever long now, and I would always tell people this. And it's so hard to follow your own advice sometimes. But I know that I should paint the ceilings first. It crossed my mind, like, you know, maybe I should just get a coat of paint on the ceiling. Well, you know, it doesn't look bad, though. Mm -hmm. I really just want to get these walls painted. I was focused on getting this guest room ready because we've got people coming to stay over the holiday. So I wanted it done. They're going to be disappointed now. Well, as long as they don't look up. (laughs) They're going to be laying in the bed at night, looking up, thinking, well, what kind of place is this? They won't even notice the cockroaches creeping over their blankets. It's just really sad now because I rushed to get the walls done because I was just so hyper-focused on those. And they look great. But in comparison now, Mm -hmm. the ceilings, like what was going on in this room? I know. (laughs) I have the same thing. I have a living room that I've got to repaint. And I was all ready to do that a couple of weekends ago. You know, it was just one of those. But thankfully, I listened to advice that we've given. Yes. But we all know what that's like. You're, you've got a Saturday and all of a sudden, whatever you planned right. maybe falls through. And you're thinking, well, I was already geeked up to do something productive. Yeah. What should I do? Well, I've got this room that needs to be painted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the color, exactly. get the paint and get going on it. Yep. And I was all ready to do that. I was putting on my little boots. Well, they're normal size <laughs> <laughs> But my normal size boots, my coat, I was getting ready to head out to the car to head to the store to start picking stuff out. And I reminded myself, this is what we've talked about on the show. This is always recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped and I'm going through colors. I'm making better choices and all of that. But I'm also glad because the ceiling has a crack in it from a long time ago. Sure. I've patched it, but it's still got to be painted over. And I know I would have completely forgotten. Absolutely. I would have gotten my wall paint, painted the walls, and then painting the ceiling. It's not impossible. No, it's, but it's not a little possible. Trickier. It's just if you're going to be painting the walls, you might as well paint the ceiling first because then all of that splatter or whatever you're going to get on the walls while you're painting the ceiling mm-hmm. doesn't matter because you're just painting over it once you get that new coat on. Yeah. It's a lot harder when you've got freshly painted walls that you don't want to mess up and now you've got to paint the ceiling because it looks gross now. <laughs> does yours look gross? It does. I'm sure that other people 
are not going to notice it, but getting up close and personal with the ceiling as I'm, you know, I've never painting been up around. Close and personal with a ceiling. Oh, okay. You know, because you're paint, you're coming you're on in along the top. Yeah. So I'm right there yeah. looking at it. I'm normally so far away. It's, it's all <laughs> hazy as it is. You barely you can't see, see it anyway. anyways. <laughs> yeah. No, I know it's not fun. Painting a ceiling is not something that people. No. I think that's why most of us exactly. don't want to do it. Exactly. It's we not even the expense of it. It's just the work of it, and that's the beauty of using a product like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Super Hide Zero. Um, it's dead flat. It exactly. makes it easy to work with. And if you, you know, that one's on sale through the end of December, December exactly. 31. Yep. If you're buying in five gallon buckets, you can get a really good deal on that. If you're really just looking for a gallon or maybe a couple gallons and you haven't done a lot of ceilings, there's a better option. And it's to go to Benjamin Moore's Premium Ceiling Paint. We right. talked about it in that same segment. It's an ultra flat. You can get it tinted to any color and it stays flat. Yes. The big thing about that, and we talked about it before, but it just makes working on the ceiling so much easier. It's it's basically, I think Kevin in our interview mm-hmm. a couple of segments ago said it was monkey proof. Exactly. And he gave me a big yeah, long glance. But looking yes, at you, Dan. You can do a good job with that even on a ceiling because it's so flat. It will hide Roller overlaps and all of that, it really covers over a multitude of sins, and you can get really good results. And that way, when you're all done with your whole repaint, it's going to look have, like a million bucks. Yeah, you won't have any of this regret that Haley is wringing exactly. your hands over right now. All right. Anything more on that, Haley? No, we got to get to you the You blabbed giveaway. yourself out? Yep. All right. Let's talk about the giveaway, and we'll do our hint. All right. What do you so, want to say about the giveaway? Giveaway, in case you haven't been tuning in, we've got this big Christmas giveaway we do every year. This year, the prizes are a little bit cooler in some ways because they're much more open. Mm-hmm. You could win a $500 Visa gift card. You could win a $250 Visa gift card. Or you could win $250 to Repcolite. Maybe get some ceiling paint and your wall paint. Right. So all of those prizes, we've got three winners to get entered. Really, the whole thing is we've got all these cardboard cutouts, life-size yes. cardboard cutouts in our stores, and they're all tucked into different Christmas displays. Yes, they're very creative, very fun, all extremely unique. They're worth seeing. Right. So you figure out which cardboard cutout is at which Repcolite, then you go to repcolite.com, or you go to Repcolite's Facebook page, you find the entry form there, and there's 10 questions. You just, yes. if you know that the cardboard cutout at the Broadmoor store is, wah, 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 say, <laughs> but you know which one's there, you go to that entry form, go to the Broadmoor question, and answer it with the right cardboard cutout. Right. Every entry that you get that's right is an entry into the contest. And the entry form is very easy. It's multiple choice. So, I mean, really, you could go there and just guess if you wanted to. Maybe you'll get lucky. <laughs> Next year, we're going to do essay questions. But right now, it's just multiple choice to make it easy. And you can also enter get on bonus Instagram. entries on Instagram. Haley, yes. tell them very quickly what that is like. So when you're in the store and you're looking at these cool Christmas displays, snap a picture, post it to your Instagram. All you have to do to get entered is hashtag Repcolite and tag us at Repcolite Paints, just so that we can see the post super easily. But definitely, if you're on Instagram, go and search the hashtag, hashtag Repcolite. You're going to see all those Christmas displays that we're talking about. They're very cool. Yeah, very cool. Great prizes. We'll announce winners on next week's show, December 24. Yep. 
Great big Christmas Eve extravaganza. But you only have until the 21st to get entered. To get entered. All right. We're going to wrap it up, but we do have our hint, and our hint is going to be for which store, Haley? This is for the Muskegon location, Port City Paints. And the hint is this. This particular cardboard cutout received a Jelly of the Month Club subscription. As their Christmas bonus. From their company. (laughs) All right. That's the Muskegon Port City Paints. Get online, repcolite.com. Click that entry form, get entered. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The RepcoLite and Port City Paint Stores are open until 3, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.